Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals. Just two best buds and their very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just spark with me. Hey! Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Chronic Gals. I'm Ashleen. And I'm Riley. And we're here with producer Ed. What's good? What's up? Uh, thank you everyone for joining us again. Um, another day, another episode. Yeah. We're just, we're excited to be here. Always. Every day, every time. Every time. Um... What's up, Rye? How are you getting high today? Oh, gosh. How am I getting high? What a good question. Well, first of all, we have this really cool product to tell you about, but I'm also going to tell you about what weed we have on the table. Oh, and this is also the time for all of you to grab your stash and load your bowls. Yes, roll away. those joints. It Just kidding. We'll do it together. We'll do it together. So, what do we have on the table? We have a Mama J's Sugar Biscuit number three. And oh, that's so funny. I thought it said number two on the thing. Oh, it does say number three. Hmm. Oh, my yeah. memory. Collapsing timeline. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude, don't get me. I'm going to put <laughs> a pause in that because we're, we're going to come back to that converging timelines because that's a really good topic to talk about. <laughs> just real quick. Um, and then we also have some Jesus OG, I think, somewhere oh, from that's Legends. Oh, grinder. Should I, should I dump it real quick before no. I die? You can anymore? dump it. You can smoke it. How much it. is left? Is it like worth it to keep it? It's probably like a bowl left. Yeah, let's just load just that. Loaded. You grind anything yet, or is that it? This is just Jesus OG by Legends. 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 All of these ones are from Washington State, where we are. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we love Washington wheat. Yeah. I'm like Biasly the best weed okay, ever. Recently, um, or wait, it was this podcast. They said the best weed was LA weed. You know, we've asked this question to multiple guests, and they're, and they're always biased to where they are. Located. They totally are. You're right, but I feel I do feel like a lot of people say Washington, who are mm-hmm. like some of them who aren't even like from here, and That's I kind true. of agree. Like I feel like, and I think even I don't know. I think science says that the Emerald Triangle is moving northward North. from yeah. the Humboldt Valley to. Like the Yakima Valley and, it's still, and southern, think, maybe it's more southern Oregon right now. Yeah, I think the bottom border is probably like southern Oregon, and then the top triangle part is probably like Yakima. Yeah. So it's moving northward. Yeah, but you know, I have like wait, what is the Green Triangle? The Emerald Triangle. Emerald Triangle. It's like the best place to grow weed outside. It used to be Humboldt. Okay. Like Northern Cali, which you hear always hear about that Northern Cali bud. It right? has like the, the perfect. Weather, like, like climate, climate yeah. for growing weed. Outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 But although I think maybe we did talk about this in the episode too, but um, apparently LA is quite the mecca for indoor growers. Yeah. And there's a lot of like indoor grower collaboration. I would there. imagine so. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing about indoor. You don't need a golden or an emerald triangle when you yeah. have that's some so bright lights in a, in a warehouse. When you have a consistent Very setup. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. All the time. I love that we loaded the bowl and we I just set the bong to the side. <laughs> what the fuck is this, you guys? So, cheers to this Jesus OG. Thank you. Love it. <sighs> I don't even remember. What were we talking about before? We were just talking about what weed we had. Oh, okay, great. Well, yeah, we talked about we all have Washington weed. Yeah, oh, we yeah. All like, we yeah. all have Washington weed, so... That's right. That was the divergence. Thank you so much. But you know what's really cool about the area that we live in Southwest Washington is that we are exposed to 
Oregon's weed as well. Um, and that segues us into our housekeeping point. For Love the day. it! Look at us getting better and better. <laughs> um, so if you guys haven't checked out our last Chronic Gals After Dark that was that we put out last week, number eight, we um, got to sesh with this really chick, this really cool chick, Amanda Meredith. She runs Osiris Eden, and she is conducting a cannabis research, research study. Herself. Herself. She's a private citizen conducting a motherfucking research study. Thank goodness. Oh, finally. So, if you are interested and in Oregon, and in Oregon, if you're interested in being a part of this research study, check out that episode. There's links in our Instagram bio to how to apply. But yeah, there are certain requirements. All of that information is in the episode. Um, or you can check out... Check her out on Instagram at Osiris.Eden. Um, but basically, she will send you weed and weed goodies in exchange for you filling out a survey about it. And this data, like, we just, we need the data. You know, we have been so data starved in cannabis science yeah. for so long because of all of the restrictions, especially in the U.S. So. Yeah. Every little bit matters, and yeah. I th- I just love what she- I love I love yeah. talking to her. I she love was what she's amazing. about. Like I just no, she was ugh, so cool. new fan, new fan, new friend. Oh my god, love her. Go check yeah. her out. Go participate in her study if you are in Oregon, twenty one years and older, are a veteran, or you don't really have to be a veteran. Oh, yeah. I think right now she's trying to focus on veterans, but. To get the sample size she wants, she's going to open it up to everybody in Oregon. That's right. That's right. Um, we talk about that in the show too. But she specifically needs more male applicants. Oh yeah. So you're if you are in Oregon, um, specifically if you are a male, please check her out. Osiris.Eden on Instagram. I think it's like OsirisEden.com. I'm, I think so. Yeah. We will have all of the links in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, please check out Chronic Gals After Dark number eight. On Instagram or on our podcast, you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. So check her yeah, out. Check it's her out. so She's cool. Participate. Guys, give back to the give back to the science world. Like, absolutely. Let's, let's get that research done. Plus free weed. Free weed right. that she grew. Yo, right. like this is just gifted. yeah, gifted, gifted weed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you have to apply by January fifteenth. So you have a couple days. To get onto the internet and check her out. And she's also going to, she's planning on doing multiple rounds. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make it this time, continue to follow her, continue to listen to what she has to say, and um, she will, I'm sure, let us all know when she's accepting more people. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. I'm so happy about Go, that. Go, Amanda. Um, also, this Jesus OG is really nice. I know. I'm feeling very heady right now. I know. I'm like really caffeinated for my coffee. Same. And I'm trying to come down with water and weed. And this Jesus OG is just keeping me up on that caffeinated vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine trying to shoot that video after caffeine and then a oh blunt of it. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, you were. Yeah. I was cold. So I was <laughs> shivering. Oh, no. So it was like tough to keep composure. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So what Evan's talking about is something that we haven't really talked about on the pot. We, we've kind of like hinted to it. Around. It's but time. It's time. We're we're gonna, we're doing it. It's time to just like come out of the video closet, the content the closet, the content closet, and just tell y'all what we have up our sleeves. 
So we're going to tell you now. <laughs> I think I need a load of bowl. I'm just like, you're... we were, sorry, <laughs> I'm, ca- I'm caffeinated. I was just going to say you're just feeling caffeinated yeah. and Jesus OG'd. And Jesus OG'd. I keep wanting to make a crucified joke, but it, I just. Same, right? <laughs> like, like high I can't figure it out. Like, I like, can't yeah. figure out the punchline in a tasteful way. Yeah. Or like um, a crossed or. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you guys, we're launching a YouTube channel. I'm trying. We, that, this is what we're doing. We're launching a YouTube channel. We are super, super excited about it. Um, we've started putting videos together. Uh, it's actually going to be, I mean, it's, it's, it's totally stoner content. It's total stoner content. It's going to be YouTube friendly, hopefully algorithm friendly, hopefully monetization friendly, honestly. And we are going to have, like, additional content available but for, like, behind the scenes. Are we doing it on camp? Do we know? I think we're still trying to figure out exactly where we're going to put things. Yeah. We're, lo- the logistics are still getting ironed out. But in the future, very, very soon, you will be seeing our faces in video form. <laughs> and, like, like Ashlane said, with attempts to, like, be able to monetize on YouTube and whatnot. You can catch the like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like smoking sessions and like yeah, all of the fun non monetized parts on YouTube. You'll you'll be able to find it elsewhere. We're yes. not sure yet. Yeah, we're we're just coming into our content own, and yes. we're yeah, we're just excited to like be presenting you guys with like all of this new stuff that's like new to us yeah and we're just so excited yeah and we're really just jumping in yeah yeah and having so much fun it's like it's so fun it's so fun and that's what we do you know like that's how chronic gals podcast started we were like let's have a podcast we sat on it for a year we did a bunch of like episodes that never aired and then we were like you know what we just need to fucking do it it's 420 we just need to like put it out like this bowl. <laughs> and then we just did it. And now we're here 40 whatever episodes in. Yeah. And literally every episode is different. I think you guys probably know that. Yeah. We definitely know that. <laughs> but it's weird. it's a learning process. Yeah. And we get to try a little bit of everything and see what sticks. Exactly. And so. that's why we are doing it. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So we have, yeah, we have some videos coming out soon. Um, we're very excited to try. Oh, dot, dot, dot. Good clues. <laughs> yeah. So check out that when it drops. We don't, we'll release. Stay tuned. Yeah. Just stay tuned. Yeah. Just stay tuned. And on the note of new content, I mean, I also just released a new podcast. Uh, <laughs> Segway. Um, yeah, it's ba- it's called Wait, I'm Processing. It is basically an audio journal that I have started to publish um, of like me working out my shit. And my hope is that in listening to me be super vulnerable and crazy and work out my shit, maybe it'll help you work out your shit too in some way. So we're all just trying to work out our shit, you guys. Let's get unconstipated. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Together. Yeah. Exactly. So poop. Um, it's finally available on Apple Podcasts. It's available everywhere, pretty much. You can get podcasts. Super excited. Uh, go check it out. Wait, I'm processing. Wait, I'm processing. I love the title. Thank you. So cute. Thank you. I'm I'm so excited for you. Thanks. This is really, I'm pumped. 
it's pretty cool. I'm kind of like just releasing as I do them and and I like just make it. It's a just thing. raw. Yeah, I like don't I don't even have music on it yet or anything. I just kind of pop, pop it out there. And I already have five five episodes. Boom. I started I started uh on January first. So Boom. I don't know. We're just rolling. One ten. Yeah, yeah. We're so, just rolling. Yeah. Get it, mom. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Thanks. Me too. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So you guys, we have a lot of new content coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, keep your eyes on the Chronic Gals, on Producer Ev. You know, we just are, we're coming out hot in 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, straight away. Like, it's we are, There's January. no time. There's no time but the present. Right. That's we what learned we learned. That. Right. We learned that in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm going to load another bowl. So here we go. So here we Oh, you know what we should do? I'm not going to load a bowl. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, my gosh. You guys, this is, this so, is cool. so good. This is so good. So something else that's cool that, uh, that's cool that happened is that we got a, uh, we got supply from Purple Rose Supply with a Kanagar mold. Mm-hmm. Is that what it, how, what it is? Yeah. And we created a Kanagar. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. It's really neat. Yeah. It, it's just like this little box. It's like a little black box. That you fill with weed. It has a tamper. You put a dowel in to make sure you have airflow throughout the, the middle. entire smoke. thing. The entire smoke. And you let it cure for a couple days so that it's like really nice and, and, it and like juicy and stuck together. Yeah. And provide a tip. Yeah. Smoke yeah. tip. Purple Rose Supply gives you also a bamboo tip to like put in your put on your canagar. But these things are, are supposed to like light be lit for like hours, mm-hmm. you know, like a cigar mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. And then you could like wrap it in all sorts of different wraps. It's cool. It was super easy to do. Surprisingly, honestly. Surprisingly yeah. so easy. You just need like quantity of weed yeah we waited we waited before we wrapped it in the paper and it was like five ish grams Mm -hmm. yeah just a little over five grams yeah so you can fit a quarter it said on the box or in the instructions it said a whole quarter which is pretty cool seven Mm. grams that's so (laughs) much that's a lot and this is the small box they have like the individual box which is a size down and then they have a larger box which is like Like i I saw on their instagram it was like four i saw 14 gram Oh my god. Canagar. Okay, but how much does a cigar weigh? Like, do you think I it's around that also? Google it. Let's, yeah. Do your job. <laughs> <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm gonna um, light this, a part in the flame. Yep. You should light it with a torch mm-hmm. so it lights evenly. Like, you're, yeah, that's the way you're supposed to do it with cigars too, I think. Yeah. But we smoked the first half of it already, so this will be the t- a test in relighting it, which will be cool. But it was a really enjoyable smoke the first time around. I mean, very, like, easy and smooth and cool. And, yeah, super big fan so far. And the wood tip makes a difference. The wood tip totally makes a difference. Still smooth. The... Dowel in the middle, really, I mean, you wouldn't be able to smoke it yeah. without it. With how tight we packed it, like, yeah. full force, espresso arm, like, packing yeah, into like it. like, full body weight onto my arm, tamping arm. Yeah, and I can't, I can't even see the little flow in the middle. It looks all mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. It's like a little donut. Yeah. So, just, I looked at, <laughs> totally. I looked at, um, 
There's this website I found for just cigar weights, and it has like all the different types of cigars. It's a very nice graph. If you, it's not, I'm not going to talk, but there's it's uh, ranging from 11.8 grams grams to 6.2 to 17.5 to wow. nine. So it's all over the to one. So so these so they're about the same tr- size. Yeah, truthfully, um, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Or to yeah, like I wonder if you could. I think if you had the lungs for it, roast it like with your cigar buddies in place Probably. of. Oh dang! It's just a long. That's because you're not just mouthing it. You're you're lunging it. You know, and that's, that's a true. baller move. But you don't have to. That's baller. You don't cigar. Yeah, that's way more expensive than a cigar. And imagine because I, I mean, if you will go on check out um, Purple Rose Supplies Instagram and just go through like their stories or whatever, people who like have <coughs> the products because they'll do they'll like make the canagar. And then they'll wrap it in flour and wax, mm-hmm. and then wrap that around it, and then wrap like a leaf around that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so much yeah. weed <laughs> yeah. in one thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like party, right? <laughs> Only you know, like yeah. Or make one at the top of the day for the whole day. For the whole day. week. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be 14 grand or like yeah. even the seven grams for like, what has this been probably smoking for? Like like collectively, it's probably going to get us to an hour, I feel like. Because the first time we did it, we smoked the intro like for the entirety of the intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that oh. was a 45 minute thing. Yeah. And we were puffing on it. Like you yeah. don't even need to puff on it. Yeah. Like these are, this is essentially you're supposed to just like set it down. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you could light it at the start of the week. That'd be kind of cool. That would be an interesting way to live your life. Ooh, do little tags. Should stoners try yeah, this? <laughs> do a fat cigar. Do little tie little twines around segments of it to segment the days of the week, oh, so you my don't gosh. go too far. Yes. And then you just unwrap it oh. right before. That'd be cool. Yes. Isn't that what a traditional tie stick is anyway? You wrap hemp wick around it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So you, you could just hemp- just wrap hemp with a little tag on. The yeah. Thing. That'd be like cool. like multicolored hemp wit. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. There's a Stay new tuned. way. New way to consume. Stay tuned for Stay um, tuned. that video. Costume. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be yeah, a while. It'll somebody be... write it down. <laughs> yeah. Anyone... Good thing we're recording. I know. <laughs> anyone wants to plug that weed though? We can yeah. Do a little sponsor. Yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to sponsor that content, um, you can email us at chronic gals. At, gmail. at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Forgot how an email works. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick, though, to review cool. some flour in a can of our. I would love that. That would be For, so like, fun. a week? Yeah. For, like, a week. Stoner. Yo, do you think you could, like, <gasps> while you're tamping it down, you change it? So oh, yeah, like, you can. You could try to, like, plan out when you hit, like, an indica. You totally could. And then, you know, if it's, like, Friday and you know you're going to go work out that day, you could hit it with some green crack, you know? Because oh, yeah. <laughs> you, I've seen I mean, on their Instagram, so they true. have, like, whatever the different strains of weed in it is in the tam, you know, in the, the can of garden. Yeah. Thing. And, like, you could totally tell the difference between the weed. Yeah. yeah. So you, you could figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You wow. could really have a lot of fun with this. Oh you really gosh. could. Wow, this is the possibilities. Gosh, shout out Purple Rose Supply. I know. Mm-hmm. Shout Kudos, out to you guys. Kudos. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm writing things down. That's okay. I'm just trying to remember like who, what is next. And what is next is actually a really amazing conversation Ugh. that we have with the three gentlemen of Cannabinoid Consulting. Garrison, Joe, and Luca. Yep. 
So thank you to them for hanging out with us. Um, one is a grower, one is an extractor, one is a businessman. And it's like so cool. Such a fun conversation to have all of these different perspectives. It was very fun, and it was just fun to, like, sesh with more other people again. Yeah. That was also always. fun. Always. I know. know. Always. Via Zoom, of course. But they're in L.A., and we're in, up here. But it was cool, like, talking to, like, other people. Mm-hmm. And they have such cool perspectives of the industry. Yeah. Very like, global. Like, I don't think we've ever, ever had quite a global conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hit Mexico. We hit the like, Europe. Yeah. I don't even. We went the world. Yeah. Yeah, Latin America. Yeah, yeah we went we all over the place. talked about, um, like, Israel or somewhere in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with all the research that's happening there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, this is a good conversation. Should mm-hmm. we just I jump into it? it? I think we should. All right, well, we're going to keep smoking on this can of gar. I hope for, you guys. Um, purple Rose Supply. I hope you guys load your bowls or roll another joint. To Watch get... the smoke come out of the wood I tip. know, it's so yes. cool. Have you guys seen those um, essential oil dispensers yes. or something that are, like, the little like Buddhas that like vomit smoke down a waterfall or something like sacred, you know? Yeah. Looks like that. It totally does. That's not really even, cool. dude. Yeah, not even trying to like talk them up. That's just straight up what it looks like. Are you on slow mo? No, but I should be. You should be low key. <laughs> well, wow. While they're taking that, I'll finish this up for them. That's so cool. We're about to get this conversation started. Enjoy, you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. All right. Welcome back to the session. Today we are here with the boys of Coalition. We've got Luca, Garrison, and Joe. Thank you guys so much for being here. Welcome. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great, but more importantly, how are you? (laughs) Oh, fantastic. We're at work, hard at work, and uh, enjoying ourselves. Good. You know, at least that's... How are yeah, you? Happy New Year. Happy for the New Year. Yes. yes. Happy New Year to you guys, too. And so you guys are all based out of L.A., uh, or the company is based out of L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about what coalition... Oh, no, no. Are we doing the... Let's individual? do... Yeah, individuals. Okay. L- let's hear a little bit about what you guys... How you guys got into the cannabis world. Um, Luca, should we start with cool. you? Cool. I mean, I started uh, in the cannabis industry... Probably about six years now, kind of, you know, uh, traditional market things, but um, really got interested in the true science behind cannabis um, once the whole extract movement really picked up pace. And, you know, at that point, I decided, well, everything starts from seed and flower, so that's what I'm going to start doing. So I learned how to grow and then met a whole bunch of cool people along the way that eventually matriculated my path to here and doing extracts. So that's kind of my little quick tidbit history of how I got into it. But Garrison will tell you about how he did. So it's a far longer journey. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, um, I had a brother that got into it young, growing. And so I just um, started making hash a lot, got really into extraction. And I started um, kind of building building different machines to try to extract and then you know as the product demand got more vast and like dabs became all this various types of products and then vape pens came along and all that i got really into um just trying to make really like isolated cannabinoids to make back into these products so that because that, i just saw that as the way so i really dig down that rabbit hole and just got into like 
the technology of extraction and started making machines that I was able to then turn into small companies and then kind of consulting group that I run today out of that. And um, that's how I even met these guys up here was just just out of the need they had to rebuild and want to make newer, better extract styles, et cetera. So I got into it just out of the luck of a brother who said, you know, F it, I'm going to grow weed in the mountains. And we just rolled with it. That's (laughs) awesome. I am excited to dive into that a little bit more just to talk about like what extract, like where, how extractions have evolved a little bit. Yeah. That's really, I'm super interested in that now that you mentioned that, but let's hear a little bit about Joe and where um, you got your start into the industry too. Uh, so I started from a completely different industry a couple of years ago. I was still living in Dubai, working in the fashion industry in Louis Vuitton, which is completely different than cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> but I started learning about cannabis, seeing it become legal over here. So it reminded me of the prohibition area at the time of, of liquor and alcohol. So what's exciting about it, it's new, it's coming out, lots of old players coming, but the environment is changing. So now is the opportunity to build the next Grey Goose brand, the next black label. So people do not walk in dispensaries anymore and say, I want weed or I want sativa. They walk and they go, they want a specific brand. Mm-hmm. They, they're loyal to brands, they want brands they can trust. Mm-hmm. So now's the time to build a brand that's going to become the next Johnny Walker in the next five years. And especially being in a market like LA, California, especially LA, so you know, LA being the trendsetter in the, in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. movies, music. Entertainments where the trend started over here, and there's a large market of cannabis. Totally. So, any brand that starts here and becomes successful once it becomes legal in all the states and internationally, then that's going to be the big name for the future. And the company that decided to join here, what they liked about them is purely vertical integration. So, we go from cultivating to extracting to processing to branding, to selling it in our own dispensaries at the same time. So that's the key to surviving. That gives you so much control over the entire process, making sure that no matter like where your end product is, whether it's the flour or the extraction or the edible or whatever it is. Or the customer service at your store. Yeah, like your your end product is always going to be great. I love that. You're able to to control every step of the process, logistics-wise and quality-wise as well, because any tiny mess up in the process can be in the cultivation and the packaging and the... Uh, the final uh, packing of the product, the product can be uh, contaminated or played with. And especially since we have our own brands, what you want for the consumer is top quality and consistency and quality. So you want to make sure that they always get the exact same flavor, the exact same high, the exact same potency. So unless you control every part of the process, you cannot guarantee that to the consumer. But if you know what you, you know how you store it, if you know how you pack it, how you extract it, your own strains, your own brands, and that's how you build a successful brand. Again, I go back to the liquor example. Whenever you go and buy a Johnny Walker bottle, you already have the exact same taste. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. you know so that's what we're aiming for. That's awesome. That's so cool. And it's so important as a, like, a cannabis consumer to know that the same gelato I got two weeks ago is going to be the same gelato today as in four weeks, you know? So it's like, it's I can be stay consistent mm-hmm. just as like as a conscious consumer. That's really good to know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Consumers are more aware now than ever. Oh, absolutely. Especially with the internet and freaking Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We all think we know everything about weed. Podcasts, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I'm a little bit curious um, about the global cannabis market, you know, just because that's not really something that we've been able to talk to anybody about too much. Um, but Joe, like you mentioned that you had a, a start in Dubai. Where else in the world have you seen the cannabis industry and like what is it doing out there, you know? I can, yeah, I can tell you I've worked in a couple of the Latin American countries that setting up labs doing the same same work and there for many him not too many of them are too like some of them have pushed now legal marijuana as well but a lot of them are all, all of them are CBD and him friendly of course so they um in some of the consulting work over there has been more product formulation because they're only allowed to buy CBD. But what's interesting is because it's now looking at global scale, we're importing, exporting, you're talking about actual like trade of, of the product overseas, which, you know, I think of it like big oil because, you know, we're making oil and I always think of it like that. Where there will be a day we're going to have literal barrels. We're, just, we're going to have barrels of the oil that we're going to trade just like crude oil, in my opinion. And that's what um, that's so like we're. Well, you know, we're, we're like other, like in our European and Middle Eastern countries, uh, where both these guys are like have their originations from, mm -hmm. I know, are, they're a big global player in that trade. So I just think that's the framework it will go to in like global, in my opinion, the global scale. For sure. Like a true commodities market of, you know, trade, where, you know, this will be traded for another good or you know, compensation on a very, very large scale. Well, and it's yeah, it's super interesting that so much cannabis science has come out of Israel too. So like, I'm interested in just what's gonna happen in Israel in the next few years mm -hmm. with more global legalization happening and coming. Just because, I mean, that's where THC was found. That's where CBD was found. Like this, that was where so much of this information yeah. was uh, research. research. That where it was only allowed to research. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really curious to keep an eye over there. Didn't Mexico also yeah. just legalize? I read. I don't. I read a headline. I don't know <laughs> anything other than that. Mexico just did. The better part of like two and a half years, they have kind of a stall bill that gets pushed around. Okay. A lot of, from what I understand, it's just political and like a money-driven agenda that they're pushing it around, trying to get the you know right pieces of paper in the right order with who needs to say what. Or all that. Don't we know all about that here in the states? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, in my experience, I mean, I've consumed cannabis in almost all 31 countries in which I've been to. Wow, wow. Um, that's amazing. Quality, quality varying vastly amongst all. Um, you know, we're talking about like Spain, even when it was not legal in Spain, mm -hmm. the quality was fantastic. Uh, Amsterdam, the quality is fantastic. Cost for what you're getting is incredible. Correct, sure, yeah. And then you, know, you get to all these different kinds of hash, Moroccan hash, totally. These hash and, and all of that. So what? Where's the? There, there are. Where have you had the best weed? Oh man, California. <laughs> nice. Without without a question, yeah. You think the best weed is here? For real. Not only is the best, definitely the best weed that's fairly more potent than other places, but what's good about smoking in California as well or any other legal state is that you know what you're smoking in other places. You might smoke something potent, but you don't know what's in it. Mm. You don't know what pesticides, what heavy metals, what microbials. So the market, the testing got so developed here that 
you really know what you're getting and what you're smoking. You really know what you're getting in your body. You smoke safe. You know, you're not ingesting any chemicals. You're not ingesting mm -hmm. any, any mold, any PM. So the safety mm -hmm. of smoking good is really enhances the experience out here compared to other countries. Yeah. The testing is uh, a long way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even the, in hemp, like I've heard mm -hmm. a lot of things about Chinese hemp. It's like not, we it's, should try to avoid that. And, have, um, I mean, ha I haven't done the research yeah. and like to know what any of that is. But I've that's seen just like, I don't know, Colorado grown hemp and it is beautiful. Yeah. Just like flowering buds of like gorgeousness. And then you see like drugstore hemp or yeah. CBD or whatever. And it's like total shit. It's a University of Mississippi government weed. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, no, like the Tennessee and Kentucky grown hemp is for is that's what like that's the worst. It's industrial. It's very yeah. right. CBD can be or hemp can be used for two things nowadays, predominantly is CBD resin production or fiber mm -hmm. for industrial use. Totally right. So that's kind of problem. Yeah, they're talking you can build houses. Yeah, hempcrete. Hempcrete. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hemp plastics. Yeah. There's so much coming. Yeah. Yeah. There. It's yeah. Have you guys met people on here before that do textiles and all like that, or ever talked to people on here? I'm just curious about those types of industries. We haven't yet, but I really want to. Like I especially to. in 2021, I'm really interested to see where all of these industries are headed. Um, like for yeah. even the ones that we've mentioned already, and then there's so many other ones that haven't even been thought of yet. You know. I know. I know there's a hemp clothing company that I've seen on Instagram called Young Maven with a J, J-U-N-G Maven. And I mean, their stuff is really cute and it's made out of hemp and, but I think it's like Chinese hemp. So I'm like, I would rather buy. But in that buy, moment, like, does it matter? Like how? But do we want to be, like, do we want to use American grown hemp or do we want to support Chinese hemp? True. Good point. So Good point. I don't know. I think it's still one of those, like, we have we to do yet. research on everything now yeah. type of a thing. Yeah. So. But like you said, consumers are more, you know, conscious of everything now. So if it's helping the environment, they may be more likely to buy it. Totally. You know? Exactly. So. That's yeah. cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your guys' brands that you have. You have a couple different ones? We currently have some brands that's... We created, we have the Ravana brand, which was created here in California. So basically, that's a brand that represents Ooh. the California lifestyle. So basically, it's the first brand that's completely sustainable, recyclable. We don't use any plastic, any material that's not environmentally friendly. So uh, even we have the initiative with it, like for every ounce we sell, we plant a tree in California. Again, everything from the joint to the tin to the box. Wow, the matches. We're brand. So we use homegrown meat from renowned farmers in California. Comes with a nice hemp wick. Oh, cool. Love that. Our pre-rolls with it. We do packaged flour, all sun-grown organic flour. Uh, we do uh, as well carts. Uh, cards and pens that are all as well ceramic, no plastic in them, and we're just wanting a line of uh, solventless extracts, which is hash and hashwasan mainly. That's so cool. So that's the brand that we launched successfully in October, and the brand is still growing very fast. We're, we said it's over 200 dispensaries at the moment in California. Wow, wow. that's amazing. 
Good job, you guys. Yeah. And so how many different yeah. brands do you yeah. guys um, work with or represent, or not represent, but I'm not even sure what the word is. How many brands do you work with? Um, we've, we've got, I mean, personally, I've worked with over 30 brands. Um, I have like a little thing in one of my offices of all the different like groups we've worked with. So it's, um, that's kind of what I see. I guess a good conversation point on that is what we see is probably the best strategy on our side is, you know, everyone will make their, and, and if you look at a lot of industries, brands kind of wave in and out and, and like Joe was saying earlier, you got to make and find really good brands that are going to become the Jack Daniels. And, you know, the best strategies, you, know, you work with a bunch of them, you kind of get what sticks, and then we'll, we'll eventually find that amazing, extreme quality point, just like powerhouse that down all the way. That will become the big pillar, you know, on the on what ends up dominating, let's say, this totally. entire facility. And that's kind of where we look at it on, like, the um, – the, the like extract scale and that's what's fun about making so many styles is you can just formulate so much there's just so much to formulate that like i think we're all just figuring out like nobody even really knows exactly what they like to smoke all the time because you get to try so much totally. and it's like that's a variety and talking about branding as well just so that's the advantage of being here in california and focusing on building really high quality pretty compliant brands is that if you look at other industries such as alcohol, probably have around 80 brands to 90 brands, uh, and out of those, uh, the top five brands that sell 70 that have 70 percent market share, that sell 70 percent of the all the spirits in America. If you look at weed, currently have over 800 brands every week. You have brands coming in and out, and the top 10 brands only present three to four percent of the sales. So that shows you all the potential that the top brands have. If they maintain quality and they look like they work for the long term, then you have extreme big, big potential. Totally. Awesome. Wow. Amazing. I love that. Excuse me, guys, for a second. I hear my daughter melting down upstairs, so I'm going to go help my fiance. So, so sorry. I'll be right back. You, have, you can keep going if you want to or whatever you want to do. While she does that, I'm going to take a dab. <laughs> nice. So. Are we... Gelato 45. Yeah, Gelato 45. We, nice. I had to like keep it here so I didn't smoke it all because we definitely would have. But it was a bit difficult. The temptation. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really nice, consistent, like really nice color. It's white for those who aren't watching. No one. Um, but it's like a really nice tan color. Um, I'm like really excited. I remember hitting it. When we first got home, and it like, it was it was perfect. Nice, good, wow. First, actually, the beer is for us. That's right. Yeah. That is. That's right. Yeah, made by these hands over here. <laughs> I love that. Tell me about your consumption, your new consumption ritual. I realized, you know, I'm one of those like been smoking since I was a teenager kind of people, and so I um I realized that there are literally more years of my life I have been smoking than had not, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, I'm 33, you know, for your reference here. Um, and I decided that it was time this year. And, you know, I had thought about it for a long time. First of the year just came to, of course, the good motivation and kind of that resolution thought. So I said I'm not going to smoke unless – and I said I will absolutely with special people with, like, funny vids mm -hmm. or, you know, something like that. It's like 420, you know, I'm going to be smoking up. Yeah. But, you know, I just have my lungs hurt. I have children. I just decided it's better. I should, I should edible only because I really – 
I do get benefits, you know, medicinally from cannabis. Personally, I have a horrible stomach, so I use it for that. And I found this to like be far better. I, I the last five days now of the year have been amazing. I, I feel like every morning I'm I'm great. I really highly dose it at night, so when I wake up, I kind of feel stoned. Yeah. I feel it pretty heavily. I just curbed that morning like waking baby, mm-hmm. and so it's it's been crazy. So, but yeah, I'm trying to just like. Oral only, oral consumption only. Good. That's great. I think that's good. Like a true medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it like that because I think it like, I don't know, I feel like it might like curb someone's clout to be like, oh, I don't only smoke when I need to. But I'm like, that's mad self-control. That is mad self-control. Like, (laughs) high five to you because, and I've been totally on that that thought too like i should probably just like not smoke as much or not consume as much but then you know it's like quarantine and i want to like make quarantine my excuse but i mean that's just an excuse you know so you're you're gonna help me get on this medicinal marijuana movement you know and it's just like conscious consumption too that was my whole concept. I was honestly sitting at my like on my balcony one day, and I like live where I can just like kind of stare at the ocean and hang out. So I just was staring and chilling, and it just hit me that you know doctors don't prescribe you something; you go home and smoke. And I just had to sit there and kind of think about that, and I was like, wow, that's like it's probably like speaking to what I like just the deeper need to quit. So I'm like, I have a need for it, but I should probably just do normal. Like if I was a doctor eating my two to three pills a day yeah. and um, it works, you know, so I think, and I think we have enough cool products. That was another piece. I didn't feel like I wanted to do this years ago, but mm-hmm. there's just enough cool edible products and awesome variations of things to have that doesn't make it boring. Totally. Sure. Yeah. And I think like edibles until like this last year were so sugary that it was like, if you wanted to medicate at night, you had to get like have a sugar high and then pass out, you know, but now with like yeah. all the new infusion machines and like there's olive oil and sriracha sauce and just like random tincture that you can just put into your food now. It's super easy to get cannabis in that way. And I don't know, I think that's a really good way of like maintaining, I guess. I guess not maintaining, but it's probably the best way to like consume it. I also just read this weird fact on the internet, so take it with a grain of salt. But your belly button has, like, really thin um, skin. So if you want to use, like, a topical to, and to get it into, into your blood system faster, put it on your I belly button. I've had so many people react on those topicals so different on what you're saying. Because I think it is, it's like if you're thin-skinned, you totally are going to feel it. If you're, like, big or thick-skinned, you live in the cold where you're naturally, like, thicker, like, you're just, you're not gonna Totally. Feel it. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious to know about the belly button thing, though. And, like, if you just put it there, like, what... And I haven't even really, like, experimented with topicals other than, like, CBD stuff. Um, but I'm, like, I'm just curious. Like, now if I have, like, a full body pain, should I put it on my belly button? And it'll just, like, fade away. <laughs> <laughs> just because it, like, goes in, seeps in. Yeah, inside <laughs> out. You're just, like, out. That'd be awesome. So tell me about your guys' cartridges that so, you're smoking on right now. So this right here is just a vessel that we like to use. Uh, this is like an, a non-branded, just kind of cart we like to, to fill. 
Um, I'm actually not quite sure of this model, um, but it's, it's a more it's a pretty expensive model that we like to fill. We only do resin in these. Mm. This is not distillate. There's zero distillate in this. Um, it is just resin. So, um, is there a reason? The, yeah, the aperture is a little bit bigger. Mm. Uh, the ceramic coil tends to work better with resin mm -hmm. that we found. Um, and honestly, this gives it a little weight. So it you know, it feels like you have something in your pocket. That's you nice. know, it's uh, yeah, it's made for for a brand that's you know looking for something that's a little more high end, um, and I, I love it. I love it. It works really, really well. Does it like just screw into like the normal dab? Your normal, tank? your normal five ten yeah. battery. Um, oh. Yeah. Cool. It's great. Love that. What's in it right yeah, the now? Say that again. What's that? What did you say, Garrison? I was saying the resin pins have been hot just in all areas because everybody did the distillate pin, and then this is kind of our spin that you know lots of brands are starting to use for their white labels and et cetera. That like it's just literally like like it's like your dad just kind of like made a different format and cured a little different that way. Now it's it's more of a resin that you want to pin, and you said it won't really you know crystallize out or anything. It just sort of stays this, out. This yeah, thing. nice. Yeah, it's kind of like this, it's like this thick liquid, but it's got, you know, it's, it's like the terpene and all the, just the full, full extract. It's pretty, it's become kind of what the, the people, as far as the pin, pin smokers like a lot. That's good. Yeah. I will say they smell. So people that like the discreetness distillate gave you with like just a fruity flavor and smell, that is still kind of their ballpark. These things read. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, and it's like, it's like you're taking a dab. It might. It's really good though. Yeah. That's kind of nice. I, so. I would rather it taste like weed than taste like blueberries. Like if I wanted to eat a blueberry, I would eat a blueberry. But that's Preach. that's, Preach. A, that's Preach. A, yeah. my opinion, you know. Subjective. Subjective. Yeah, no, this uh, Gelato 45 was great. It really was super creamy and it tasted like ice cream, which I don't think I've actually ever <laughs> tasted in gelato ever before. So kudos, guys. <laughs> to Joe's point. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah, it must taste the same. <laughs> it smells like ice cream, tastes like ice cream. Yeah, ice cream <laughs> cone. It's so good. And especially through this little dab. Zero calories. Zero calories. <laughs> We're burning calories. Exactly. Yeah. If you're on like Whole30 or on a diet or whatever, just like hit that and you'll get your like, your sugar mouth, you know, that you just like, that's just what you need. You don't really need the sugar in your totally. body. You just need it in your mouth. Yeah. Luca agrees that he's Italian, so he knows his gelato. That's yeah. yeah. right, that's right. It was weird when the elections were happening because we were we'd, we're on the border of um, Portland or Oregon and Washington. So we would get, get a bunch of Oregon commercials. And there was like psilocybin research commercials on TV. And then I was like, nah, man, we are really in the future. Like... They're advertising about psilocybin. We're here. We made it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm ready for that. I know. Me too. Me too. I'm stoked. It's just that there's just like a whole, it's just a whole new ball game. No, the, the, the microdose, you know, wave is mad. It's huge. I love it. I personally love mm -hmm. it. It a lot. I know. I can totally quit smoking so much this year. It's a big. Totally. It really is. I know. All the plant medicines are coming out. It's great. 
It is. I don't know. Did you even see that? Like Cookies is putting out their little brand of like they're they're like legal. They're not even like a like a psilocybin based, but they're you know they like CBD, CBG, like Rishi, Cordyceps, Lion's Mane, just kind of like a holistic health type daily ritual. Yeah. So I think it's pushing that in there finally. Yeah. So I know the whole mushroom craze all together is is really interesting. Like we've tried. Um, Four Sigmatic is the brand, and that's like a mushroom coffee type of a thing. And it's like better than coffee because you don't get like jittery off of it, which is really nice. But I'm sure that the people who are like on the mushroom train are going to get into the psychedelic mushroom train as soon as they can. Like, I feel like it would be Uh, easy. I mean, there's also like nice, like there's great guttural health. That comes from all of those other, you know, beneficial mushrooms. Mushrooms, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, once people, I think, just become more privy to that knowledge and it becomes mainstream knowledge that, you know, why wouldn't you take something that would help oh, yeah. your, your stomach and your digestive tract and, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to take a look at that. Healthier. Exactly. Ashley, I love you a dad. <laughs> oh, Crisis averted? Yeah. Hello, work from home life. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. How is mom duty? She's calm now. She's feeling better. We just um, we just weaned her off of her binky like a week ago, so she's having trouble going down for her naps during the day. So, this is work from home, COVID okay. life. I appreciate everybody. <laughs> it's okay. Catch me up. What was going on? Oh, we were just chit-chatting. Just talking about psilocybin and plant medicine. Love um, that. How'd you like that gelato? Really delicious. It was really, really good. What did it taste like to you? Um, I don't remember. Let me have another one. Boom. That'll solve that. Uh, Garrison is changing his smoking habit or consumption habit. He's not consuming it. Good for you. That's, orally. that's hard. Okay, what does it taste like? I don't know. I can't put my finger on that. What is it? Is it, it? sweet? <laughs> kind of, but also a little creamy. That's what I said. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. You hit, nice. you hit it on the head. Nice. Yeah. Gelato, but isn't like a gelato like a creamy ice cream Ex- moment? Exactly. So it makes total sense. See? Exactly. I wow. said, I said, I was like, this like actually tastes like gelato. <laughs> That's awesome. creamy. Yeah. That's awesome. My smoking habits like fully changed when I was pregnant. Um, just, it wasn't that I, like, I was using it so much more medically than I was smoking it recreationally. And it was because I just didn't want to. Like, my my body was just like, you just don't need this. Unless I was feeling, like, really nauseous or whatever, then I would smoke um, to help with my morning sickness. And I smoked a lot more CBD at the time, too. Um, but I, like, my body was just like, nah, you don't need this right now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Smokes <laughs> is fine. Sometimes that works. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you know, just stopping smoking and you know ingesting THC otherwise is better. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's all it's all about the cycles so. and the phases, right? Mm-hmm. Like nothing is ever stagnant. It's exactly. all like it's sometimes all sometimes you smoke, sometimes yeah. you don't. Sometimes you smoke a lot, sometimes you smoke a little. Exactly. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> we're equal opportunity over here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The edibles get love. The cards get love. Oh, yeah. Perfect. We don't shy away from it all. I love that. You had a question to go back to Garrison a while ago. 
Love it. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> I am so interested in the evolution of extractions as you as you've seen them because it sounds like you've had like a pretty long career and it sounds from what you said it sounds yeah, like you've seen I mean, them evolve. I, you should tell them. You should tell them your like actual like what you were doing and then how you. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you like the whole like how like this is true. Like, and I think everybody that's extracted for a good amount of time will absolutely resonate with what I'm about to say because this is how most of us did it. It was all like backyard was your like initial we were all just my brother grew in the mountains near santa cruz and um i was just i lived in phoenix arizona so we were just kind of moving the trend and they were just throwing so much of it away we were just kind of like trying to bring it back and make hash and make whatever and i got into the the butane extraction and so i started making tubes and started buying machinery to start really figuring out but like from like extracts perspective we were just making that very dark very you know like just happy it came out dabble yeah. kind of product <laughs> totally tasted good yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean? that was 2010 okay, and then okay. we took it from there to and like then we did that for a couple of years and then i'd say an extraction started pivoting in like 2013 we started realizing okay there's elements to be played with we had enough machines where they were kind of containing a lot of the solvents and it was like okay let's play with elements let's play with like vacuums let's play with you know, hots and colds and all kinds of different things. And let's just see what happens. And that's where it just blew from like having just standard, was it a good dab run or a bad dab run to like, okay, let's make this shatter today. And then let's make this batter tomorrow. And then let's make these diamonds. And we started getting into that isolation. And then where I ran with it, this was a little different than most was I went personally in this, like when I first saw the whole like isolate thing, and this is when CBD started like rolling to become legal. I went into isolations. I thought it was really pivotal in the industry that we were able to, and no one's really used much of this, but we would be able to start having true purities to say, I can dose you with this now. Like if you wanted a, you know, 10 milligrams of CBD and 30 milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBG, because, you know, you're a doctor and you, you have a patient who that's a good blend of their, you know, you could then have that exact dose made for you. And that's what I thought would be really important. But it's interesting because the industry never really rolled that way. It went more, um, I would say, yeah, that and like cosmetic about their extracts. Like it all became, what did it look like? What did it look like? And then I think it's starting to pivot a little yeah. bit more to like, no, 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 I want this whole all-inclusive super quality. I need it to have pure taste and a full spectrum, but still look good. And it's this, kind of unicorn not you know we're getting it dialed in of course in extract land to just keep up with the unicorn chase but you know it's always that kind of mentality but that's really how it started i mean it started you know just from this hey we're making something to when we started playing with machines that gave us like element playing it was like okay now we can go play and start forcing different separations or different you know just a different consistency based on a heat added or a cold added or whatever you know it was it was that was where it all kind of came right. in. And now it's like we're in top of the line, you know, ISO 9 type rated laboratories over here, 380. Everything in right. clean, healthy environments, getting tests on every batch and sample. So Joe hinted on that, I know, earlier on the whole like, oh man, the industry has testing now, the industry has clarity and cleanliness. But the biggest piece about it is, I think, when extraction, because now we're like dialing impurities, dialing it in where, like for me, procedures can be like made where I can license them to groups and then say, hey, you, you get to use this exact procedure, it'll never fail you kind of thing. Um, and, and 
it's great. It's what people want. That's what the biggest desire right. always has been. It's like, I just don't want to keep having somebody inconsistent or something like that. Right. So And like, you know, going off what he said, going from, you know, the times of 2010-2009 area to now, you're talking about extremely dangerous, yeah. potentially blowing yourself up and, you know, a multitude of other things to you're basically explosion proof. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, we're in rooms that are like raided in case it ever was a fire. Then the fire, let's say, just started in another corner of the room, supposedly would be put out before it ever touched me on my other, let's say, half of the room. That's great. It's amazing. So it's, they're, they're, yeah, they've got the safety measures and all that yeah. in this day and age. Crazy. I mean, I've seen a couple of laboratories, and it really is. It's a laboratory. It's a laboratory. Like, with the machinery and everything, it's all, like, very... To the hair nets. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like, down to the... Architectural... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really cool. It's cool to see. And it's kind of... It's, like, really badass to see all of these, like, tattooed people who would be the dregs of society, according to the mainstream society rules, who are, like, putting on their lab coat, and they're, like, putting on their thick rim glasses, and, like, their beanie, and they've got tattoos on their face and all over their neck, and they're just, like, fucking waking up, whipping up some diamonds, you know? Like, it's it's really cool. It's a cool look. I love, I love what has been happening. Say that, yeah. say that again? It's given a Oh, I say it's giving like a chemist like knowledge to the world. It gives everybody to be like a like a Walter White now. Everybody gets to go great bad and kind of like do do like you said. It's it's a, it's it is rad. Like that's what I went into extraction for. It was fun. It was new. It was so different. And then it was also like yeah, like I mean, no offense. I Luca loves to grow plants. I hate I like I, boring. I don't like to watch it the same thing, especially over and over. Like once I grew the strain. I'm going a different strain. I'm not going to ever perfect the strain. I am Mr. Grow 20 flavors and then grow 20 more when those are done because I just want to try them all. And that's, you know, I'm just curious. Yeah, the cycle's too long. Yeah, the cycle's too long. Seed to harvest is eight to yeah. nine weeks. I bring but, trim in, I have extract out the same day. You have to go in an hour, you shut in eight. Yeah. Done. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very different process. Yeah. You know, one is, you know, instant gratification, one is, you know, kind of wait three months wait and three months. months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, You're good enough. You don't have to. Back in the day, did you guys ever take knife hits before uh, dabs were even a thing? Do you guys remember knife hits? Was I that a thing? I never took a knife hit. No? I no, never, I never went that dirty with it. <laughs> Do you guys just know what you? knife hits are? Just you. Apparently Leslie. just me. This is crazy. Okay. So this <laughs> is before like dabs were in my community. We were taking nugs. Uh, and then butter knives. You stick the butter knife. Oh, yeah, I did this on the stove. Yep, on the stove. Heat up red hot, put the nug in between the knives, smash them, and then you use, like, a tube or a two-liter bottle or whatever to, like, capture the smoke. Yeah. And this was, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. dabs dirty. before dabs. So dirty. This is, like, hood vaping. <laughs> and I had, I'll tell you all, we had a knife hit tech. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this to you. My knife hit tech was pretty top of the I line. I believe it. We would heat one knife. This was a one knife. Oh, tech. Fuck. You took one hot knife and you, you know you put your knife in your oven so it got hot, and then you used a cup, a glass cup. So what you did was that you set, you had to set the knife on pretty much like the other cold coil because you needed like an area that you could kind of burn, and then you would pretty much drop your wax on the hot knife, cover it with the cup, and slip a bendy straw <laughs> under the cup. Suck all the smoke out of the <laughs> <laughs> So we had a pretty good night hit tech. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I might have watched the crack. <laughs> that is hilarious. I was it's okay. It's all for the love of cannabis. Right. right. But I mean, to be clear, you realize when we heat up a banner. That's, That's like what, what a meth pipe is. That's literally Baylor is a circular with a square bottom meth pipe. It could just be a round glass. It can you know, be, yeah. what it looks like. I remember <laughs> my first but, time being like exposed to a dab. It was like I was at my dealer's house. I just bought my weed. I was chilling, whatever. All, I hear, all of a sudden I hear <laughs> in the kitchen and then... <laughs> they were like lighting it like a thousand degrees Kelvin and yeah. then putting their wax on it and then dying. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is some psycho shit. So I don't need, I'm like, yeah. I don't need to do that. I do not need to do that. And then it became like classy and dignified with the glass pieces and the things. Low and like, temp. To be quite honest, I was kind of, I was kind of the same way. I was kind of against you know, the whole torch, like, I need a torch. Right, like, right that's now? so intense. You know? like, yeah, like, isn't that what crackheads do? Yeah. 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 But then again, you know, the, the way the medicine felt after was a far cleaner, more lucid pot. And it was faster. Right? It lasted far longer. I didn't, it didn't smell. It was more inconspicuous. Um, and then again, you know, I didn't have to smoke as much, so it was less smoke in my lungs. Totally. Which is... I was smoking your lungs. It's a cleaner habit than the day. When you smoke the flowers in my throat, it's you're smoking all the matters in the flowers. That's right. Pure extraction. If you extract it, you're only extracting the cannabinoids. Uh, all the cannabinoids, the terpenes, you're not extracting any chlorophyll and lipids and fats mm. and the unwanted matters in the plants. So it's actually a clean way of smoking, long lasting high, more flavorful. Yeah. So true. Love it. Quicker. Wait, that's efficiency. As a parent, I always appreciate that because of just the like sixty seconds or under, and you're you're ripped. You're wearing. Agree. I agree with that one. Yeah, I just they're just easy. It's yeah. just an easy thing, and yeah, it doesn't smell like I live with my parents, so I can do it in my room. You know, like it's just an easy. I, it's just easy to dab. Yeah. I like it. I love my dads, and what? I like you guys. These oh, guys. You guys. Yeah, this is great. What is your favorite kind of extract to extract? What, Ooh, what like technique or texture? Or what do you like? What's your dab? I like. Oh, man, this is tough. I <laughs> like. I like to make diamonds the most. I will. I will have. I think I have to say. I definitely will have to say. I like to make the diamonds the most. It's because it has the most ooh ah factor. I think. Totally. And it's like it, it takes. It does take some skill and knowledge like it's it's one of those ones that you know i can definitely give you a i can teach you two both how to make a shatter and a bat like a basic good extract but those you gotta really there's a whole level to that that takes um i like making distillates because it plays with ph and you can really get that like water clarity and kind of play it distillate was fun i used to love it but the market with it is just so like mm. weird that I, I don't know i've just it's, it hasn't been as fun because of the market maybe. It's just like, it's not fun to make something that's like kind of hated on. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, I'd have to say, a, a, just for, for you know, conversation's sake, also to say something different, I'd probably say sugar. Ooh. Sugar. Why sugar? Sugar. 
the sugar is a great consistency. It, it's got like little micro diamonds in it, but also an extreme amount of terpenes. Mm-hmm. Totally. People would also refer to it as like a terp sauce. Like a yep. terp sauce. Okay, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. sugar, yeah. love both. I, I know, love I love both, both of those. those. I'm like, yes, please. I, yeah. I actually follow uh, Garrison on Instagram, and you do really have the best diamonds on Instagram. <laughs> like, you really do. Yeah. I, I just, like, I'll, sco- I'll just scroll through your story. Just like, wow, they're so British, so shiny. Wow, I want that. I want to hit that. So bad, right? Like, in the barrel. Quite a few extracts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. So good. Okay, so then what kind of flower do you like to grow the best, Luca? Oh, man. Flower? What is your favorite strain? Maybe, like, whatever. So there's a couple. Um, if it's for resin production, uh, it's going to be a classic Gorilla Blue 4. It's fantastic and pretty easy to grow as a grower and puts out great resin. Um, for flower, that is such an unfair question. <laughs> like if I'm going to for flower. Um, my favorite probably has been uh, a Girl Scout cookie, Tangy Cross. Um, and... Uh, Oni Seeds Co. Tropicana Cookies F2. The back cross was delicious. I like me those morning turps. The morning, the morning tangy turps. The tangias and Tropicanas and all. I love that. I know. I had a really good Tropicana cookies recently. Not not this year. Unless you can get it distilled, like, distilled enough that you can make it into an edible so you can have, like, a strain-specific edible. So that's actually what I'd like to try to do. I think that I, people have started, I've seen them in the market, like the um, strain specific full spectrum edibles. I would love to like start digging around with it. Just the personal. Yeah, the probably that can use the solvent list and make things like a taste like the mimosa with some yeah. orange gummy. Come on, that's going to be my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you taste test those yeah. if you need, if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, time out, time out before we go on. What are your girls' favorite extract types and strains to smoke on? Oh, what a good question, Luca. <laughs> I have been enjoying rosin. I just because it's I don't know, I think it's because it's the newest and fanciest thing where you know, it's just in a cute little puck. Is that no, the one? That's the one that's. It's not always in a puck. Oh. It's usually like it's the one that has to be refrigerated. Oh. Or that is supposed to be refrigerated. It's like the heat compression one. Yeah. Um, but oh, honestly, right. or it's just the. Mm-hmm. I really like anything that's terpy. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's sugar or okay. diamonds and sauce or you know whatever. I just like terpy stuff. Yeah. I've been on that rind. The extractioneering out of Oregon does a rind that is just like. Really dark and really hard, but it's really good, and mm-hmm. it gets you super stoned. So we've been on that train. But, yeah, uh, like, terp sugars, I really love. Diamonds are really nice. I mean, I love it all. I mean, so. yeah, I'll, I'll try anything. I'll, I'll <laughs> smoke anything you put in front of me. Let's be awesome. Honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, THCA, I tell you, it works wonders. Yeah, I love that. I'm trying to think what strains. I, it's really hard mm. for me to pick, like, favorite strains because I choose different ones every time. Yeah. Chem Dog's a classic. Yeah. Blue Dream is a classic. Yeah, Blue Dream. Oh, Lemon, um, what, did we, what did you say What did, that we had the other day? Lemon Sour Diesel uh-huh. is a favorite. That's a G. Lemon Sour Yeah. 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 Okay. What else? I had something crazy the other day, and it was, I think it was a Fat Panda Cross, and I don't remember oh. what it was, but it was like, I think it was like Trophy Wife three times crossed or something like that, and that one was really good. 
What even is what's trophy wife? Do you I don't remember? I don't remember. I don't know. It's what it's one strain that Fat Panda grew that has now become the mother of like fifty strains for them. Hmm. So I don't remember what the cross is, but it's a, apparently an impressive strain. I'm trying to think what it would be just out, out of the Based name, on the name, but I don't you know. can't. Yeah. Do the trophy anymore. wife strain is the wife with cherry wine. The wife with cherry yeah. wine. Okay. Okay. Love it. What else do we have on the docket, Ashley? I feel like we hit it all. I think we hit it all, too. I think the last thing that I just want to know is, like, within your brands, within what you guys are doing, what are you guys, what do you, like, foresee for the future? And what do you want, like, where do you want the industry to go to make sure that it continues being, like, the best it can be? So for the future and, and to get where I think we want to be and where we foresee you know, us going, at least this group uh, within the cannabis industry is, you know, straight to the top. That we have all of the licenses, we have the right pieces to in place of the puzzles. So now it's just about assembling the puzzle properly, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot that goes on in the cannabis industry day to day. And it's really easy to get, you know, caught up in that that wave instead of kind of see the bigger picture or see the whole ocean. So, you know, a, a lot of it is kind of just seeing what the market tells us it wants mm -hmm. and responding mm -hmm. appropriately um, in every aspect, marketing, price, um, you know, transparency, etc. So, I mean, that's what, at least what I foresee in the local cannabis market and the greater cannabis market. I mean, we could, we could sit here and write a novel. Yeah. <laughs> We really could. So, what do you see? I, see I, I definitely like am interested because it's like with what we said in the very beginning, we talked about kind of global scale and et cetera. And as our, you know, I always tell people like the, the what we have going on right now is really cool with all of our states and what we're doing, what we're able to build. A federal legalization and movement, it, it's kind of a kiss of death because like look at him is what I always point to, you know. When you're when you see acres and acres and acres and acres of it, you know what's happening behind the scenes. That it's you're tanking and tanking and tanking, and that's when the global economy kicks in. I mean, I hate to say it, there's there's other countries who will probably far outperform us in agriculture. Will like just it, like as far as they can do it cheaper, mm -hmm. they can do it right. easier. Mm -hmm. And so I think of the bigger scale too. Is like you've got to be. Joe hit on the edge. You've got to be Johnny Walker because Johnny Walker can go use all the different grain in the world to distill his whiskey, but he just needs good grain farmers to make to, to exist. Just like you know, we'll always need good good weed farmers to exist. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have to see them in scale and see the guys who are sitting there growing the acres and acres of current popular you know things like I know today's like hot pot market other than cannabis are like the soy nut type thing mm -hmm. and the uh, mm -hmm. almonds all the all the health health products mm -hmm. and they're you know that's their easy harvest things like that so that's the groups that will really start to like come in as players too I think you know we see them out here where we're at is kind of like a rural area, you know, out like right out of LA. So you see a lot of build out, you know, where people are starting to get real infrastructure. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see real infrastructure like crazy, I think, start to go out. Oh yeah. So what do you think for the for the global canvas space, like or even national, what do you think? It's all about creating brands again, because you start here, create a brand, then you replicate, you expand. It's all about 
having all the infrastructure in place to be able to create a steady and consistent brands. Well, yeah, you work for one of my arguably favorite brands. <laughs> I, wear, I wear so much of it. But that's, uh, yeah, but that's, but that's it's already like what Joe said, working for Louis Vuitton as, as a worldwide, and that's a brand, it's a great example. Yeah. Like everybody wants to be the Louis Vuitton, and how do they do it? By staying in the bed, by keeping everything just tip-top perfect all over the globe. And I think that's like, those are what I, you know, players that will be, become like those will have players like that. I think we'll see them evolve in the next five years. I think the we're gonna get some stakeholders, like the big guys that tried and started to like come and go, come and go, but the ones that stuck even are kind of still really taking off and continuing to multi-state operate now and all that. Right. The harvest, the cure of these yeah well and then the brand like at the end of the day for all of those things no matter what the brand is really the most we're one of the most important things right now because mm -hmm. it's the first thing people see and if you have if you can't engage with a great brand like people don't really care you know so Ooh. that really is like a big piece of it too Absolutely. brand recognition and mm -hmm. brand loyalty is huge, huge. yep yeah. absolutely Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much. Where can we find you on Instagram or online? Mm -hmm. How can we find out? How can people find out more about your products? You can find my personal Instagram at, at LukeIdoni14. Um, Mine is G period Jax, J A X X. And for Joe, it's J O E K H E C H E F. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Thank you guys, thank you guys so for much for taking us. the time. We appreciate no, it. No, thank you. Thank you for having us. If you guys are ever in LA, the High Note Dispensary is where you want to go. Got it. Heard. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes for any of our California listeners to go check it out. Nice. Rock on. Love it. Girls, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you thank you guys. This is so fun. You guys. It's talk awesome. to you guys later. Have an talk excellent rest soon. of your day. Yeah, you guys later. Bye. Bye. See ya. What an awesome conversation. Oh man, uh, so fun. Those guys are going to change the world. They really are. They already They already, they already have. They already Literally have. already have. They've already changed my life. So thank you so much to Luca, Joe, and Garrison for chatting with us. Um, we love what you guys are doing and can't wait to learn more. Yeah, seriously. Keep, their, keep an eye out for those guys. Mm -hmm. They're going to go far. And thanks to you guys for listening. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you. And if you feel some type of way about us, let us know. Leave us a rating. Write us a review. It helps us a ton. You can follow us on Instagram and Cannabis at chronicals underscore podcast. Follow what we're doing. And if you need to re-up on the Chronic Gals, join us every other Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Live on Instagram for Chronic Gals After Dark. Check out my new podcast, Wait, I'm Processing, uh, found on all podcasting platforms. And throw down on the Chronic Gals. You can support us for less than a dollar a month on Anchor or send us a tip on Cash App at dollar sign Chronic Gals. We're a self-funded project, so anything helps. Can't wait to light up with you on the next episode of The Chronic Gals. Thanks, Media.